Hey there, I want to take a quick second to thank you for listening to the Focus Point Podcast. I hope that you find a blessing and encouragement through this episode. I hope that you'll share the episode with your family and your friends. If this is one of your first times catching us, or if you want to find out more about us, or if you want to listen to other episodes, please visit thepointoffocus.com, and there you will find our podcast archive as well as more information. Once again, that's thepointoffocus.com, and once again, I thank you for listening to this episode. Well, today marks the 10th episode of our Strong series, which makes this series that we're in right now the longest single series that we've done here at Focus Point. And so that's kind of exciting. Unless you're counting the year-long series that we're in, because that one is currently, will be probably forever, the longest series. But if you're looking at these little sub-series that we've been doing, so far Strong is now the longest one Um, that we've ever done as a ministry. Just a little bit of um, useless information for you, but it's still exciting. We're trekking through the book of Joshua, and so if you have a copy of the Bible handy, whether it's paper or electronic, you can go ahead and grab it and open it up. Joshua chapter 11 is where we're going to start. We're going to be in verses 16 through 23, and then we are going to look at... um, a little bit of Joshua 14, like a little, when I say a little bit, I mean like a very small little bit to kind of get um, kind of like the encompassing view here. Because basically, um, these next kind of few chapters of Joshua are battles and making sure they uh, are securing like other areas and stuff like that. So there's more battles to be had, but this one in particular uh, is something that's exciting for them. And so I want to take you to this idea about a reward, right? There's there's nothing more satisfying than to get to a place where you receive a reward, or in Israel's case, the reward, right? Uh, Maybe you did did something for a, a project for school, and you got a good grade on it, and you worked hard, and you, and you got through that. Maybe you got done with a task or a chore or whatever, and you got the reward that was promised. Or maybe you worked hard, and you finally got that promotion. Or as we've kind of been talking about on and off, these different goals and dreams that we had. Maybe you reached one of those goals, and you kind of are benefiting from the reward of disciplining your finances, and you're able to buy a house or a car or you've got like a certain amount of money and savings like you wanted and you're able to do that but there's nothing better than receiving a hard uh, a, a reward after hard work and it doesn't really matter what it is you get to that place and that reward is good when I was younger I did um, some competitions and I did uh, different things for that and you would get ribbons and different stuff like that. Maybe it's something like that when you were younger. Maybe it was just, like I said, getting a good grade on something. Maybe it was just passing classes because you struggled with school. But whatever it is, we get to that place where we get a reward. And Joshua, they are finally at that place here in the book of Joshua for Israel. Now, this is going to sound kind of familiar, but back 
um, in Joshua chapter 3, we talked about how they finally reached the promised land. They finally reached that goal, right? But hard work can, needs to continue in order to keep that, right? So they, they've already reached the promised land, but now this is the reward that they get because now they've, they've followed through with all the battles. We've been looking at the Battle of Jericho. We looked at the Battle of Ai. We looked at uh, the Amorites last week. And so we've been trekking through these different battles that God has been helping them and that God has been uh, seeing them through. So they were able to conquer this um, this land that God had promised them. He didn't just have empty, vacant land for them to just cross the Jordan and take. They crossed the Jordan. They set foot on God's promise. They set foot on the promised land. But God then wanted them to take over the land. God didn't just give it to them. And that's where we kind of see, okay, we can reach our promised land, but then it's work to keep it. It's work to make sure we maintain it. When we get to that financial goal or that that job goal or and that's in school, like you get to a certain point, like you want to keep that. So it's still work. You can't just, okay, I'm good. I did it. So we've been talking about that. But now this is the reward that they get from all of their hard work, the, the battles that they've had, the wars that they've had. Right, Verse 16, it says, So Joshua conquered the entire region, the hill country, the entire Negev, and the whole area around the town of Goshen, the western foothills, and the Jordan Valley, the mountains of Israel, and the uh, Gilean foothills. So he's, he's conquered everything. The Israelite territory now extended all the way from uh, Mount Halak, which leads up to Seir in the south, as far as Balgad, uh, which leads us here in the south. I'm sorry, at the foot of Mount Heron, uh, Hermon, sorry, in the Lebanon Valley. And it keeps going. Joshua killed the kings and all their kings, waging war for a long time to accomplish this. So we, we see this, and there, there was wars that may not even be recorded in here. All these battles, and we're going to see still in Joshua's 12 and 13 that they go farther and they, they, they conquer these uh, other places. And so when we see all of this, we see that Israel had worked for their thing. And no one in this region had made peace except for the except for the Gibeonites that we talked about a couple weeks ago. All others were defeated. And here, catch this. This is familiar language, and I saw this when I was rereading it. It says in verse 20, For the Lord hardened their hearts and caused them to fight the Israelites. So they were completely destroyed without mercy as the Lord commanded Moses. The Lord hardened their hearts. Meaning that even though like the, the other nations knew what Israel was capable of and knew what Israel was doing and knew all of that, they still went into battle with them. Does that sound familiar? It should. The book of Exodus, when we talked about Pharaoh and how God hardened Pharaoh's heart and it wound up having ten plagues, which ended with the death of his firstborn, and then even still, he pursued them into the Red Sea. And they were were overtaken by the Red Sea. And when I saw that, it's like, the same thing that God's kind of doing here. He, he's hardened their hearts. And I want to, what we talked about back then, beware of the hardened heart. Don't let your heart get hard. Don't let your your emotions get the better of you. It's, it's a stubborn heart. And then it says, um, 
in verse 21 that even more uh, more description of the different lands and different areas that he took but then it says so in verse 23 so Joshua took control of the entire land just as the Lord had instructed Moses he gave it to the people of Israel as their possession dividing the land among the tribes so the land finally had rest for more and then we go into the kings are defeated here and there's more battles and all of that and then uh verse uh sorry chapter 13 you know says the land yet to be conquered and so there's still more battles going on as we get as, as we keep going but as far as um that goes israel had, had conquered the entire region and it said he took the control of the entire land their reward had finally been realized as they had finally defeated everybody and the land was theirs imagine being in a place like that because you you finally got it all together and you were able to follow God and do what he said and you were able to get to those places we've all been there we've all gotten rewards whether it's like a physical reward that we got from our parents or from a teacher or whatever whether it's a physical reward like that or whether it's just some of these moments where you're just kind of like I, I did it I got through that and that can be for any 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 season of life but it says here in verse 15 of Joshua chapter 11 and it said and Joshua did as he was told carefully obeying all the commands that the Lord had given Moses so it goes back to just just keeping God with you following what God has to say and we will get our reward and um, we saw that with Joseph God he was successful with everything that he did because the Lord was with him he was successful in all that he did and it's so important to realize that and um, I wanted to talk about one more thing here in this episode that we saw just actually at the end of this episode it says so the land finally had rest for more when we go forward into these different other battles that they had and we see at the end of chapter 14 where um where everything is finally done the um, land is starting to be divided and all of that we see at the very end of that the land had rest from war when we get to a place where we can get our reward and we can get our uh we just get, can get our breather god wants us to rest and, it, and it's come up here again in josh a couple different times here and the land had rest from war and to translate that and, and they had rest they had rest he's not talking about like in the land had rest and yes, it could mean that since it was such a battleground for a while while the Israelites were, and it finally had rest, or it could mean the land had rest, which means the people had rest too. And so when I think about this, it's Israel had, had fought battles and they had won, and now it's time to rest in what God had given them. And we see all of these different things and the rest kind of jumps out there's a lot of things that God is doing and like I've said before in these series 
this is not at all like deep down dive into these books. This is just going through and listening to what God has for us as we're wearing this lens that we're looking at. This lens of a journey, this lens of going to the promised land and doing all of that. And I know that we're, we're skipping over stuff and I know that we're not seeing everything. And, and that's okay because we're seeing what God wants us to see. And you're welcome to go back and read all of these things and read. So, but rest, rest, it keeps coming up. Jesus did it. It's often said that Jesus would go away and rest. He would encourage his disciples to rest. It's just a part of God's character. We talked about it at the beginning of this series. We have a whole episode of it at the beginning of this series where God rested. God didn't need to rest though. And that's key to remember is, is God didn't need to rest. God was showing us a rhythm of how we can work. It's almost like God knew that we would have five days a week that we would work, no matter what those five days are. And we would have two days off from work. So one of those days he knows is dedicated to doing other tasks around the house, chores, painting, fixing stuff, going shopping, doing all of that. And then the other day he's, he wants us to rest. That's what God was showing us here. God didn't need to rest. He's God. He didn't need to like, cause he was so tired from all of this stuff. He didn't need to rest. God wants us to rest. He wants us to do it. And in fact, that's the very first thing that Adam did. If we look at it, Adam was created and the next day he was resting. It's the very first thing. I know that's maybe a bit of a stretch and maybe he can cause some disagreement or whatever. But the thing is, is that he did rest. Adam rested. God rested. Jesus rested. And we need to rest too. It shows that God still values rest. God made them work for what he wanted them to have. God, God made them work for it. But then he wanted them to rest and have a period of time to enjoy it. You see, when we're journeying to our promised land, it is a lot of work. It's a lot of work. A lot of work. And sometimes we can get tired and we can grow weary and we want to give up. But as a matter of fact, Galatians 6, 9 tells us that, that don't, don't get tired of doing what is right for you will reap a harvest if we don't give up. If Israel had given up during all of this, if they decided they wanted to rest before it was done, then they wouldn't have got to where they were or would have taken them longer. Like for example, Jericho, if they wanted to rest, Oh, I'm so tired. Let's just go and go four times. Like stuff like that, they wouldn't have seen what God had for them. They wouldn't have been able to do what God had for them either. So God wants us to rest. Because He said it says there in Galatians 6, 9, like I said, that we will reap a harvest. Meaning we will get a reward. We will reap the benefits of not giving up and keep pressing forward. But when we get to that certain place, God wants us to enjoy those moments. He really does. God wants us to enjoy the, the, our, our success. God wants us to be successful. Jeremiah 29, 11, that tells us that God wants us to prosper. He, he doesn't want us to, to have nothing, right? He, he wants us to prosper. He wants us to have success. He wants us to have all of that stuff. And when we get there after the hard work, he doesn't mind if we rest a little bit. 
And that's what um, Israel's getting to do here. They finally got all the things out of the way, and now they get to rest in this place that God had promised them long ago. He wants us to rest too. And we talked about a whispering spot. Now let's talk about a resting spot. God wants us to rest. And he wants us to find the place where we can rest. I'm not talking about... Maybe it means... just Maybe it means a daily thing. Just going and kind of like... Taking a, a 10 minute rest after work. And just sitting in the car before you go home. And just taking some deep breaths and resting. And just getting that off so you can go home and be with your family because work doesn't stop just because you get out of work right you got to go home especially if you have kids and stuff like that there's dinner to cook homework to be done things to be done with them and chores for them and all of this stuff like it doesn't end and god sometimes he, he, he wants us to rest but he wants us to find that place where we can rest maybe it's a little bit more than that sometimes maybe it's actually just going away for the weekend and, and resting that way because we can say that we're going to rest around the house. Hey, we know we've got nothing to do this weekend. We're just going to sit around and we're going to rest and we're not going to do anything. And then because we're at home, 15 things come up. And we don't get that opportunity to rest. You see, when you go away, like you can rest a little bit because it's not your house. You don't start seeing all the things that need to be cleaned or you know, people don't call you or come over surprised and show up like because you go away for the weekend and you're at a hotel and there's nothing else to do there but rest. God wants us to rest. And rest can be in anything. It can be watching a sunset, just taking that time and just sitting. It doesn't mean you got to be still and silent and quiet and all of that, but just rest and take in something that God has created sitting next to a river just listening taking time out to read a book or looking at the stars we talked about that with abraham seeing what 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 the stars mean and just thinking about that and all the blessings that god has for you and just sitting somewhere quiet it says um psalm 23 it says he makes me lie down in green pastures and he leads me beside quiet waters and then the key phrase there he refreshes my soul you see the thing is is that he, re he he refreshes my soul verse 2 is he makes me lie down in green pastures and he leads me beside quiet waters and then verse 3 starts with he refreshes my soul and we talked about this a little bit in a series called don't give the enemy a seat at your table that's in the archives you can go check that out but it's kind of like that they book in that and then it kind of goes down a little bit and there's um he restores my soul. Uh, and so when when we see, makes me lie down in green pastures and all of that, we see that and that, well, okay, so that's a way to rest, like laying down beside still waters and doing all of that and whatnot. That That is rest. Finding places to rest and get relief and, and all of that. He, he, he does that with those places, with the places that I mentioned, sitting next to a river, gazing at the stars, watching a sunset, all of that. But it lists there that it's it's quiet. Like sometimes life is crazy loud. You know, and then he, he renews your strength so he can guide us in the next thing that we have to do. So it, it says he, 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 
He refreshes my soul. He renews my strength. Then he guides me along the right path to bring honor to his name. But also, too, he wants us to rest because there are seasons in life where rest doesn't always happen. Because verse 4, because you got verse 3, right? Oh, sorry, you got verse uh, 2. He lets me rest in green meadows, right? He, he makes me lie down in green pastures. Uh, the NLT translation that I'm reading says he makes me rest, which is kind of fun that we're talking about that. In green meadows, he leads me beside peaceful streams. He renews my strength. He guides me along the right path, bringing honor to his name. But then it says, even though I walk through the darkest valleys. God's preparing us with rest to be able to encounter times where there isn't rest. If we're resting and we've got all that and then some things happen in life and where rest gets kind of taken out for a little bit, we, we still have the strength to go through it. One, because God is with us because it says, even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid because you are close beside me. God is right there with us. And and I could keep going about this. I could keep on going and going and going with this. But it's important to rest. It's not being lazy or unproductive. It's it's resting. It's rest is productive. It's good to rest. Even in these fur few verses of Psalm 23, it's good to rest. Now does rest kind of tend to eventually, if we misuse it, go into the category of laziness and being unproductive and just not wanting to do something? Yes, of course. But not the rest that we're talking about with God. Taking a minute and just sitting down, having a breather, that's not what God is saying is bad. Being lazy is where you're just like, I'm resting. That's like, I've had a heart. Like, that's different. When you're not getting anything done and you're just like always resting, that's not what God means. God wants us to work. God says that there's an order to it, right? You work your five days a week, then you work around the house. You work and you do things to get things accomplished in your personal life because you can't just let that go and then rest, however that looks for you. So I encourage you, find a, find a resting spot, right? Find some place to be alone with God for a little bit, to watch God work. Maybe it's sitting out right now. Maybe it's going into kind of like fall where the leaves are changing colors and where you live or where you're listening to this. And you can just go and you can sit and look at that. Maybe it's going down to the ocean and just kind of sitting there and just thinking about what God has for you and just resting and getting your thoughts straight. There's power in rest. And sometimes rest is a reward. As we were talking about rewards, right? Israel finally got to the promised land in Joshua 3 and 4, and they crossed that Jordan River. They had faith and crossed that Jordan River. And then they had to continue with strong and courageous faith in order to take the promised land the way God had it for them. He didn't just give it to them, though. And that says a lot about God. God's not going to just give us what we want. He, he does sometimes, but there are other times where it's like, no, I want you to do your part with me. I want you to go with me. And so that, that, that encourages me a little bit that there is rewards for the things that we do. And, and God is right there with us. And God is there when we rest. God is there when we're in battles. God is there when we, when we accomplish something big. And he's probably our biggest cheering section. So that, that's what I believe God had for us today. And I hope it encouraged you. Um, I hope that it, it lifted you up a little bit. And I want to encourage you, if you don't know 
where that resting spot is if you if you don't engage in that if you don't have anything for that you've never heard of that before if you're not taking time to rest i encourage you to do that because maybe you've been working hard and you just feel like you can't stop because if you stop the plates are going to fall down you're spitting a thousand plates in the air and if you just stop for a second all the plates are going to come crashing down and the world's going to end i don't i don't think that i want to encourage you to rest i want to encourage you to just just let it go for for an hour just sit and do nothing for an hour sit and then eventually like do nothing for like just one day important things of course obviously especially if you have kids like don't like well i was listening to this podcast and he said to just not do anything for a day which means you guys are all on your own no that's not good to do if you have a four-year-old at home like you're gonna have to but rest Sit on the couch, watch TV with them, engage with them in a way that's restful, that's not doing the adult things. I want to encourage you with that. Find that resting spot. And maybe when you find that resting spot, you might find that whispering spot we talked about earlier on in the series. So, that's what God has for us. We are actually winding down this series next week. Um, I know I said it was going to be a little bit uh, longer, but I was wound up condensing something so this is actually the next to last episode of the strong series and so next week we're going to finish the strong series and then the week after that we are going to finish the um entire journey to the promised land series and we're just going to look back over the theme that we've picked up uh the the continuous running theme that we've picked up we're going to unpack that again I'm, i'm excited to, to bring this series to an end I've, I've enjoyed the journey um, And I hope you have too uh, But we've got one more thing One more truth that God is going to remind us of And we're going to see that next week So I hope you'll come back and give it a listen Next week I hope you go back and catch up On anything else in the archives That you want And I hope that this encouraged you Once again find that rest spot Find that rest moment That rest time Whatever you need Uh, So God can encourage you. So God can renew your strength. Um, And I'll see you next week.